the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener. Rufus was out cutting deals. I said, you missed your song, but you you heard it. I heard it in the hallway. Uh-huh. All right. All right, now. That's <laughs> my friend Mike Wheeler says. Uh, 919-860-9783. You know, we're going to talk to the folks at the Farmer's Market coming up. Uh, Miss Monica. And uh, we have a big announcement about uh, that uh ray and uh, paul hold on we'll be back with you here in a second you know it may amazes me i'll say that again it amazes me <laughs> how much wildlife there is in the triangle and it's equally amazing how much damage they can do to our gardens one of our safest and most effective ways to prevent damage from wildlife in your garden is with i must garden repellents made right here in the triangle i must garden offers natural solutions for over 15 pest problems including rabbits squirrels moles voles snakes mosquitoes insects ants and their best-selling deer repellent all of the amos garden pest products are made with natural ingredients and botanical oils from plants that animals avoid in nature they're environmentally friendly they smell nice and they're safe for you your family, and your pets. I Must Garden repellents are also long-lasting, and they don't need to be reapplied every time it rains. They're easy to apply and available in liquids and granulars, and and they, uh, you know, that'll suit most any gardener's preference, I think. And uh, I Must Garden repellents are not sold at box stores. No, no. Uh, they are sold at local retailers all around the Triangle and beyond. Uh, Homewood Nursery in Raleigh sells it. So do all the town and country hardware stores in Cary, Raleigh, and Chapel Hill. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from IMUS Garden. To learn more about protecting your garden from pest damage, so visit imusgarden.com. And uh, Ray is in Northeast Raleigh. Ray, good morning. You're on the Weekend Gardener. Hi, good morning, uh, and happy to, to everybody. Yes. Uh, I've got two questions about a, a yucca plant, or a couple of them that I got. Uh, about Two of them are about 40 years old, and they're right where I've got a garden growing. So I'd like to move them. Is this a good time of year to move a yucca plant? Sure. I also got some small ones. Yes, you cannot kill a yucca plant. <laughs> i've got a yucky plant and uh, i'm thinking about moving that too you just need well, to be- Ray, i'll say this have a very long <coughs> shovel yeah. long handle yeah now you won't believe this mine mine had grown up about three feet and had little babies that come out came out and i wanted to move it 
And so I literally took a rope and lassoed it so I I wouldn't get stuck with it. I would love to have seen that. And pull that yucca out of the ground because (laughs) I'm allergic to its its needles somehow just send me into a frenzy. (laughs) So whatever you do, be careful. (laughs) Yeah, Ray, you sure you still want to do this? (laughs) Um, It might send you into a frenzy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think so i think i'm gonna try it all right is this, t- is this a good time to do it this yes. Time of year? yes it's a perfect time you can hardly kill a yucca actually <clears throat> they're uh they're pretty uh pretty sturdy plant and uh just uh just be careful and don't stick yourself but uh yeah they're i mean i've i've moved several of them so, uh, but you, you never lassoed one like I did. No, I never did. But you should be fine, especially with all the rain that we're having now. So, Ray, has, has yours had that beautiful, beautiful bloom on it before? Oh, yeah. Every year they pop up. And uh, even during the drought of 2007, if you remember 2007. Oh, yeah. I've I watered it a few times during that time, but it even flowered during that time. <laughs> Yeah, the drought, drought too. Right, right. No, they're they're great. Um, they add a lot of color. Is yours the one that has the color to it, or just a green and white? It's just uh, white flowers that I know of. No, um, I mean on the leaves. Some of the oh yeah, yeah, the bright edge and some of the different kinds have uh, some of the um, a little bit of a rosy maroon color on them. No. It's all green and just the white flower. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. It's an oldie. It goes back to 81. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They were already in the ground. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, that's great. You, you've been taking good care of it. So. Well, mine has runners. Yeah. Have you, have you had that? Have runners? Runners? <laughs> I, I don't have a lot that are very far from it. Yeah, I mean, maybe two or three feet the most, but it's just there's not a lot of them. Just that, just four of them. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Ray, I hope that helps, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Because I do want to move them if I can. All right. Yeah, well, they you, should uh, be fine. You call back and let us know how everything works out. Okay. This is the second time. Caller, by the way. Well, I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> I'll give you a, a second, second time <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> How's that? Okay, Have a good Easter. Thank you, sir. Bye bye. Thank you. WPTF. Uh, let's see here. The uh, let's. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we call? We get in touch with Monica. We'll get Monica on. I thought I had another call, but uh, we lost it. And uh, 919-860-9783. You know, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. Our process helps to repurpose manure. <laughs> Repurposing manure. Have you ever heard show. that? This show is, we are constantly repurposing manure on this show. So it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. And I think that that Phil and 
Other Great Garden Center owners can yep. attest to that. Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils. And it helps to retain moisture, too. So it will retain and retain and retain today. Your lawn, sure. <laughs> flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with Black Cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and Black Cow. For more details, check the website blackcow.com. And remember, like Ann used to say, cow is spelled with a K. That's right. Blackcow.com. Bless her. Yeah, bless Miss Ann. Mm-hmm. All right, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Are you having trouble getting Miss Monica on the line? Oh, okay, Jason's Jason's in there working feverishly. We make contact through the red hotline <clears throat> to the State Farmer's Market. You know, Campbell Road Nursery has uh, been around for how many years phil well now okay i started working there uh steve had the nursery uh going he was doing some leyland cypress tip just slips and i was uh, going out getting cuttings and rooting those for him and then we were growing moms and he grew some hibiscus so when i first started working there i was basically growing moms and hauling them to garden centers so shortly after I started working there in 91, I started, I, I thought it might be a good idea to contract grow for, um, uh, for landscapers and also to start growing annuals for, uh, for people that came in. And we had a little slot, a little mail slot in the side of the building, and you either put your check or your cash in that mail slot. We never had a bad check. Uh and I can promise you, nobody ever left there and didn't pay. I mean, it was just, you know, amazing. It that was, is amazing. It was just when you're working with flower people, they're just good people. I mean, yeah. everybody. There's good people all over the world, but flower people are especially um, mm-hmm. honest and and caring. And so it was, um, it was really good. And then, and of course, I worked with Steve. And then 2003, Carlton and I bought the nursery. We bought the wholesale. And then 2005, we bought the retail. So we have been, he and I have owned it now 20 years. So how long have we been doing remotes there? I'm try- I was trying to think. Yeah, I know, because we were doing remotes there when we were at the, up at the corner for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had been in business a few years. Right. So, right. you know, maybe seven eight nine somewhere in there yeah i'm oh, thinking yeah probably that yeah wow well phil you were talking about your your honor box i hate to say this you couldn't do that today well you know what rufus i think i, I would well about somebody somebody outside the the plant family breaking in though and trying well to get here's it. the deal we had it was inside the office and it was just a box, like a little box, like a metal box. And you really, you just, and it had a lock on it. And then what you did was just put your money in the mail slot on the outside of the building. And so I, you just, you know, I went in and, you know, popped the lock. Oh, well, and, I didn't realize right, that it was That's how it was. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I, I would do that. I would do that now. Mm. I mean, it's, 
I'm sorry, but I I, I trust people until they until they uh, show me different. Yeah. Yes. Well, we have Miss uh, Monica Wood right. from the State Farmers Market on the line. Yay, Monica! Do you uh, <laughs> do you want to make the announcement, or shall we? I guess you can if you'd like. I would love, <laughs> to. We would love to. Rufus, would you do the honor, sir? Ladies and gentlemen of WPTF listenership, which is the greatest, greatest, long-lasting radio show that means something in the world, and the Weekend Gardener, and friends of the Farmer's Market, we are hereby announcing today on WPTF that Ms. Monica Wood has been named the new Director of the Farmer's Market. Yay! Yay! Thanks. How's that? That's wonderful. I'm so happy for you and all of us. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, I know you're excited and and (laughs) probably overwhelmed. But uh, you've had, uh, you know, it's a a close-knit and a small staff there. And so I think... uh, You've certainly helped run the place for many years. Right. Yeah. I have. It's been um, a very long time I've been a part of the, the farmer's market, so I'm kind of humbled to, to accept that position and look forward to seeing all the different changes, you know, and just going through the next several years at the state farmer's market and seeing it grow and seeing it get even better than ever. We like to think that we're the best in the nation, so um, we hope to continue to keep that reputation. No, that's great. Well, there've been some good, good uh, managers out there, but uh, I got to tell you, we're we're all we're all partial to you <clears throat> being uh, being the manager out there. You, you yeah. certainly deserve it, and uh, we're very very happy for it. A lot of people were praying for that. I'll tell yeah, you, that. you got that right. I, I hope the Lord didn't mind us praying for something. <laughs> like okay. that but, well, that's uh, pretty special well, yeah it is well thank you that's so nice that's yeah. such kind words to hear from you guys i appreciate the support and um we have had some great managers throughout the years that have helped get the market to where it is today and i'm glad to have been a part of that as in my role as marketing specialist for for all these years and um I'm looking forward to stepping into the next role <laughs> stepping into well, something you've been, you've been doing it anyway <laughs> <laughs> now watch out for that uh, stepping in business, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, uh, especially on a cold, frosty morning, which sometimes in the mountains, uh, I, I don't even want to go there. Nobody no, wants to Hey, Monica, I got two things. I bet Phil Franklin is just ecstatic right now. I thought about him he's, last um, night yeah. too he's, because of he this. is so proud of you. I'm sure he would be ecstatic. And um, I want to tell you that I want to give you some uh really good words about how you all handled everything last weekend with dreamville dreamville festival um we went to eat there at lunchtime on saturday uh we turned and rufus thought everybody was there for him (laughs) (laughs) but uh, so he started uh, speech yeah yeah so we we turned in and I, i thought i was ready just to have a you know a really tough time getting in uh, we p- turned in, got in the left-hand lane to go up to the restaurant. Uh, we told them we were going to eat. We had no problems. We kept right on rolling. Uh, but everybody was, you know, checking and getting through That's efficiently, right. and it was really good. You know why? Because Monica was on patrol. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, we, we did have to work hard last weekend. Just I'm sure. sure. We had ample amount of parking for our customers. And, yep. Um, 
so we can make sure, you know, all of our vendors still were able to get our customers in and still have a great weekend in addition to um, Dick's Park having a successful event. Sure. I think it went it went well all the way around. It sure did. Did a, a great job and had a lot of good folks doing a lot of hard work for me last weekend, and I appreciate every bit of That's right. Well, I can tell you what it would have made me uh, turn around if I was planning on parking there for Dreamville was the sign that said the gates are going to close at 6 o'clock. <laughs> I would have gone <laughs> somewhere else. not be there when you get back. That's right? exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I swear. All right. Well, we're going to... Um, we're going to uh, get into – I'm sure you have had to uh, – I'm sure – how many pats on the back have you gotten <laughs> walking around? The, yeah, and the hugs <laughs> uh, out there in the farmer's area. I've gotten a few, and I think the news is just getting out. Um, they, You know, like they made the announcement this past Wednesday, and I, my phone did blow up there for a little bit with a lot of congratulations. Yeah. I appreciate that. Like I say, I'm, I'm somewhat humbled that um, from all the – congratulations and all the sweet messages i've been getting and kind words i do truly appreciate it and um and again look forward to to carrying on well i heard about it through (laughs) sweet melissa who heard about it from dan at clues you heard it through the grapevine dan (laughs) oh okay dan knows everything (laughs) dan knows everything yes he does that goes on in this town so that's (laughs) how i found out but you got to have your awesome. sources. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. They're great folks. Oh, man, yes, they, they sure are. Good land. They're, yeah. good, they're good customers of the market. They certainly are, and they have good food. So. Yeah. Yes, they do. Well, so what do we got out there under the farmer's building now? Well, it's definitely looking a lot like spring, even though our weather may not feel like it today. Um, we've got beautiful plants and flowers down there, and um, as as Phil's been suggested, you know, if you get them, you've just got to take care of them, do a little bit of extra TLC over the next few days as we've got this little cold spell coming through. And I know everybody wants their Easter flowers, um, and we definitely have them, hanging baskets and bedding plants and all those sorts of things, vegetable plants, as, as you guys have been talking about, are here. But again, you got to got to make sure you protect them if you go ahead and get them and put them out, or maybe if you get them and are just hanging on to them till we, till we get through this cold blast and then plant them. Um, so we have a great selection. We have some beautiful shrubbery azaleas in bloom right now. We're absolutely gorgeous. Um, all different colors of those. We have cut flowers, um, which definitely make a beautiful bouquet for, for Easter. And we have our wonderful strawberries coming in. Mm. And, um, of course, they've been early this year, um, and they've been so good so far. And um, come out and support those guys. They've been working hard all winter long. Like these cold spells we're having now, I'm sure some of them will, be, will have to be doing more frost protection just in case over the next few days, depending on what area they're in, of course. And um, so help help support all those farmers for all their hard work that they've done all through the winter to get those strawberries um, to us this spring. Nothing better than strawberry shortcake on Easter. Mm. I'd like to have some of that right now. Mm-hmm. Strawberries would be good on that pound cake. Yeah. Mm. Is there a locale? Is there a locale pound ca- pound cake? Or? Guess not. I don't know. Well, no. <laughs> just don't put as much sugar in your strawberries. Is there a low pound milkshake? No. No. I tell you what, strawberries have been really sweet up until now. That's right. You don't need sugar however, on. However, however, as we know, if you get a lot of water, mm. they might not be quite as sweet. 
but they'll still be good. So, yeah, they've been really, I mean, really good this year. They have been, and beautiful. There's um, some of them, yeah. the largest strawberries. <laughs> yeah. and, um, I'd say they make good for maybe doing, they're so good just like they are, but if you, if you like to do the chocolate-covered strawberries, those we've had some really huge ones that are perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw someone that had done some chocolate-covered fruit and made it look like Easter eggs, you know, with Easter egg colors or whatever, and that was really neat. So that's always a something that be fun to do maybe for Easter if you're looking for something unique to make for someone for a little Easter gift. And, um, you know, we have so many great things here that I think you could come out and bring your Easter baskets or at least get all the things that you need to fill those Easter baskets. So many right. goodies throughout the market. Um, if you don't have a basket, you can go up to the um, our market depot or craft shed area there and, and buy one of those beautiful handmade baskets that um, Sybil and Gary make there with sunrise baskets. They're absolutely gorgeous. Um, I hate to tell the um, – I'd hate to interrupt the, the boss, but uh, uh-huh. we, uh, we've we got to go to news. And will you, will you come back? Or are you cutting deals? Do so you have time to come back here after the news? I'll hang tight. I'll All right. Tight. There you go. Hanging tight. That's right. Hang Nobody can bother you while you're doing that, <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. <clears throat> Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 936. Back with the uh, chairman, uh, coordinator, the grand poobah of the state farmer's market, <laughs> the manager. Uh, the new manager is... Uh, poobah is. Poobah is, yeah, yeah. Is Monica Wood. So, uh, so Monica... I don't even remember where we are now. Have we gotten past the farmers' buildings, or have we gotten inside yet? I think we had talked about some of the things in the farmers' building. I just yeah. want to mention all the um, cakes and pies and goodies that you can find. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure the carrot cake ladies here today. Uh, the cookies, German pastries. Of course, you can find the the local honey um, salsas and um, hand items, and just so much more. And as I was mentioning earlier, you can definitely fill up the Easter basket full of wonderful North Carolina goodies. Um, I guess you can just say you could hop on through the farmer's building. Oh, well, there you go. Start there. I don't know if I could get away with that or not. <laughs> Somebody, I mean, y'all got, might call the police. <laughs> oh, me. So definitely a great place to come and shop. Um, to get everything you need for your Easter um, dinner or lunch that you may be planning and and also to fill those fill those Easter baskets. And once you finish in the farmer's building, just hop on up to the, the market shop because there's so much more there. Um, there's all kinds of candies in there. We have more jams and jellies and barbecue sauces. And um, maybe you have someone that, that loves to grill out, so make them up a good um, Easter basket full of sauces and all those great things. We have local meats and cheeses, fresh seafood. Uh, the list just goes on and on. I tell everybody, you just got to come out and walk around and see all the great things that are here. Um, and while you're walking around, you can always grab one of the fresh-squeezed oranges or lemonades or maybe a, a good cone of ice cream. Um, we also have 3 one coffee with all of their wonderful coffees. And um, they have iced coffees, and they actually sell their coffee um, that you can take home and enjoy yourself at home. They have some new ones that they've they've put out that we're really excited about so be sure to check 
check those guys out. We always love to hear their story. Wonderful um, job that those NC State students have done and are yeah. changing the lives of so many, mm-hmm. many folks that are working for them. Wow. Well, the uh, the restaurants now, what, Rufus, what did you have to eat last week at the Farmer's Market restaurant? Oh. Well, I will tell you what I had. Oh. I had two hot dogs that were, for some reason, they were called the Rufus Dogs. And there was a, par- a person behind me uh, ordered Rufus Dogs and said to the waitress, "What what is this Rufus thing? And the lady behind the counter said, well, look right in front of you, that big fellow there that just ordered to. That's the Rufus. That is the Rufus. Yeah. Now, I could have sworn that you went to the Farmer's Market restaurant last week. We did. Last last Saturday, don't you remember what you had? We were going to talk well, about Well, I, I was it. talking about when, uh, when he I He was went talking about the snack that he had before. <laughs> no, no I, had that on, I had the Rufus talk on Monday. I, went to, uh, I called Phil. And I said, let's go eat. And she said, well. And I did a U-turn in the and, road. And we talked about going to the farmer's market, and I had great doubts about That was last Saturday, there. right? Right. So I came down Lake Wheeler uh, from the. Beeping your horn? Uh, looking for a huge, huge amount of traffic, and it was all so smooth. And just yeah. like Phil, I pulled up, and the officer said, uh, where are you going? I said, to the farmer's market restaurant. And he said, come right ahead. And it, the parking was ample. They had uh, just, as, as Phil said to Monica, I don't know how you kept those folks from sneaking in there, but it worked. Because of the Monica Patrol. That's right. Yeah. And so, the sign. had a great team, a great team helping out, that's for sure. So so what did we have? Yeah. To eat. We had, oh my goodness, we had biscuits. We had biscuits. Boy, I'm glad and, we got around to it. Ooh, we had biscuits, sausage, uh, gravy, and biscuits. Oh, yeah. Oh, you had been talking oh, about yeah. it earlier and, in the morning. And, so. and if, isn't it funny? I'd been talking on the air. That's right. Hoping I could get some sausage and biscuits. Yeah, yeah, and we here, never, and I had never had them. I had never had that, and I'm gonna, ha- I'm here to tell you it, that was so good. But David and Carlton had to help me finish it. Oh yeah, she. It was so good. She only but, ate, but one Rufus, half Rufus half. licked the plate oh, absolutely. <laughs> in front of everybody. He did. Oh, he man. did. If you've never had that, <clears throat> I highly, you you have to watch the plate because the it needs sideboards sometimes. To, <laughs> To keep the that gravy right? in that goes on those two biscuits split open, and you don't you don't don't even think of ordering anything else. You have to round it up. Yeah. Well, I hope anybody listening heading to the farmers market restaurant this morning will certainly try that. That was good. Oh, yeah, goodness. that's right. They have uh, they have a wonderful menu, and they have um they serve breakfast all day till three, and then they have daily yep. lunch specials as well. And I don't think I've ever had anything that wasn't good over there. They do such a great job. Just good mm-hmm. old, old-fashioned home country cooking. So, yep. Monica, did, did you, have you ever had the sausage, gravy, and biscuits? I've not. But okay. I, I probably have to try it. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now that I've heard all about it, I think that's one of those things I have to put on my to-try list over that's here. They're going to have horns in there to blow when she walks through the door. That's right. This morning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you're going to church tomorrow, aren't you? I surely hope to get there. Yeah. I, I bet. I bet they're going to roll out the red carpet for you because they love you there too. 
Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that, guys. But um, support is always a great thing, and you guys have always been a great friend of, of the State Farmers Market. We always truly appreciate everything that you do for, for the market and for all of our vendors and our customers and all the loyal listeners that you have. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the relationship of WPTF goes yep. back, I don't know how many years, uh, 60s, 50s. Maybe farther than that, they've right. been uh, talking to people at the State Farmers Market. So, it's been a long uh, yeah, time. it's a long relationship. Yes, it has. Well, we'll see if we can keep it going a few more years. We hope so. I yeah. hope we can. And um, we always enjoy talking to you guys and enjoy it even more so when we have you out. And we'll, we'll be there next week. Yes, we're looking forward to it. I am too. I tell you, my, uh, my, uh, if you can rustle up a couple of you-know-whats that I like to carry to my national meetings. Bags. Those bags. Uh, I think you got a fetish or something about those bags. Like those farmer's market bags. Well, I understand that. Maybe she's I, shorthanded. I'm not hoarding them. I think you are. I don't need but two or three myself. I swear I'm not hoarding them. Not, what, what are you putting in these bags? You, you've had I'm them. I'm not selling them. <laughs> Um, I think you are. I think you're selling them out there at your stand during the summer. I'd have made a stand. <laughs> Lake Wheeler Road. See what I can find. All right, for please, goodness please, sake, please go back in the closet and look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gracious. When is your meeting coming up, Rufus? Three weeks. Three weeks. Whew, okay. That's all she needs is more pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i've got a few that's right uh, good all right well miss monica you have a wonderful wonderful day and soak it all in all right thank you so much and you guys have a great weekend and a happy easter we happy easter to you I, thank you monica I, take I care easter bunny visits you yes hope so. <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye Let's go to Miss Becky and and Carrie. Becky, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you guys doing? I Good. I now that I have woken up, oh, well, that's I'm uh, I'm doing okay. I understand. You guys have made me really hungry listening to you talk about the different. Oh, this this program is supposed to be all about gardening, but it, it has ventured into food and whatnot. Well, that that the sausage gravy and biscuit came from the garden. Yeah, I'm sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do enjoy Rufus dogs when I go out to the farmer's market. Oh, my goodness. They've made another sale. <laughs> hey, let me, uh, before we start talking here, some, uh, another thing, uh, one of 7,000 things I have forgotten to do this morning. Do you want to be the most popular yard in the, at least your bird friends? All you have to do is enter to win a nice prize of Wild Birds Unlimited in Cary and Raleigh. They have um, given us an advanced poll system. I don't know what that is, but it's along with uh, tasty sunflower chips to give. And uh, so if you'd, if you'd like to be a part of this and maybe win it, uh, just go to the contest tab. There's a big rotating ba- banner up there, apparently, at, at WPTF.com. Yeah, we're going to be giving away this month. So click on the rotating banner, go to our contest page to enter at WPTF.com, and thanks to the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited. Now, after you finish 
Becky, you can you can uh, enter to win that. Sure, sure. All right. You're a great folks. Yeah, absolutely, they are. <laughs> now, how can we help you? Yes, um, I have a question about azaleas. Um, I uh, moved into the house that I'm in now 13 years ago, and there were already five beautiful, mature azaleas out in a natural area that has a little bit of a tree canopy. And um, every year they bloom gorgeous. But the last two years, they have started to not uh, consistently bloom as much as they have. And the reason I know this is because I've got pictures every year, and I can see a difference. And it's like one side of them is not blooming. And um, I fertilized last year, but this year so far, they seem to be doing the same thing. And I was just wondering if I needed to prune them and I didn't really know much about pruning azaleas. I suppose I could YouTube it, but yeah. Well, pruning azaleas is something you do after they bloom, of course. Right. Uh, for those of you who are, who are just uh, who are too new to this game, and uh, if you have encore azaleas, it's still best after the spring blooming to to prune them. And I guess you have. I don't know. It used to be when Irv Evans and I started this thing. It was june up until june he would say that you could do right. that i'm not sure about now but um get talk talk a little bit about pruning azaleas you two i that's about the time that i would uh would say too that's what my dad used to say i, I don't know if the weather's changed that much to to make that much difference on that but i um just you know you get a good bloom out of them and any time after that is fine, right? I mean, r- within a certain within a certain uh, period of time, like Mike was saying, probably the first of June would be the latest, because then they'll start setting uh, buds. Okay. Do you think that they are not blooming? Uh, you know, they're literally just like on different sides of them. They're just not blooming like they used to. Do you think it's that they need to be pruned, or do you think I need to change? I've just been using Miracle Grow for the fertilizer. I well, you using. might be don't that, that might be too much fertilizer. Yeah, yeah, but Miracle Grow has uh, pretty high nitrogen content, in right? It, and azaleas don't like a lot of nitrogen. Irv used to say, and I think uh, most of the gardeners on this show have agreed that uh, maybe a little teaspoon per plant of slow release, low nitrogen fertilizer an organic fertilizer or uh, espoma something like that uh, right one of the espoma products would would be much better uh, okay. not to say anything bad about miracle grow they no i don't put anything on mine <laughs> quite honestly yeah i don't i don't, I usually, have I don't probably, usually fertilize mine either but i i, I mean it's I not for azaleas that have just they bloom year-round almost. Well, I've got the old-timers like the George Tabor and the, um, j- just all the oldie-goldies is what I have that my dad uh, rooted. And I do not – I've probably got a hundred and some azaleas, and I never put anything on them. And if you – if you nitrogen is not a great thing for a blooming plant. They don't, they don't like the, the They'll nitrogen. They'll grow too much. And yeah, they, they'll put on yeah. a lot of green. Well, maybe that's what – why don't you try that yeah yeah well, well becky i i have azaleas on my place that i know are a hundred years old oh wow and there have been a couple times when they got a little bit 
gangly, uh, didn't seem to produce as much, and I severely pruned them. Now, you're going to lose about a year's bloom if you do that. But okay. sometimes it just seems like that when there's a certain growing stage in a an azalea, when it might just need to be revived by cutting it back pretty heavy. Okay. And and I I like Phil, I have never put an ounce of any kind of fertilizer <laughs> on my azaleas because they they just weren't meant to need it. Right. I've got some azaleas that are about forty five to fifty years old, and they are way more. They're pr- more. They're probably like eight to ten feet tall. Okay. Oh goodness. Yeah, they're the oldie goldies, and <clears throat> I am probably some of them have got some wisteria and other kinds of vines in them. Unfortunately, uh, so I'm probably going to cut those. Over yeah, to really? take those vines. Hey. So I'm probably going to cut those back, um, and try to get the vines cleaned out of them. I say I'm going to try. If I get time, I will. But if I don't, they'll probably just be there next year and they'll bloom again. But they're doing; they're all doing fine. Well, thank you guys for your advice. I appreciate it, and I enjoy your show on Saturday. Thank you so much. Well, thank, thank you, Becky. Thank you. I'm glad you're listening on Saturday because we're not on the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> just for just for new people, we're just here on Saturdays. Right. I'm so glad you do that, and thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you, and have a have a nice Easter. Yes, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Steve is back, and Gardener, hey, Steve. Well, you did tell me to call back. I did, and, and I didn't keep you on hold long. I, was, uh, I could have waited until after the news. That's so. fine. Uh, I just want to remind everybody about the day load meeting on Tuesday this yeah. week, this upcoming week, at the Powell Road uh, uh, Community Center. And the uh, doors open at six forty-five, and I'm sure they'll have an interesting speaker. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything new in the world of daylilies? Well, I've got a bunch of new seedlings that came up this year um, that I'm hoping to see what they look like, um, and I've got some stuff from last year that I'm waiting to see whether they're going to be keepers or not. So I'm I'm really excited about this upcoming year. The, I'm refurbishing my garden. I'm in my happy place now. I'm able to get out there and spend a couple hours a day out there in the daylily garden cleaning up, and I'm re-packet, re, uh, refurbishing all of my placards. So uh, when, uh, the, when the bloom season comes in June, I should be ready for display. How about that? Let me ask you this, Steve. To know where I am, uh, they can go to the Raleigh Daylily Club website, and I'm listed as one of the uh, one of the display gardens. Uh, the name of my garden is just one more. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, it it'll be open. Uh, we should start seeing blooms. In uh, mid-May, 
How about that? Wow. Well, Steve, you were talking about the process <clears throat> that you have some ceilings coming up, and you determine whether or not it's a keeper. What's a keeper? A keeper is one that you like uh, a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. The rest of them after that, uh, you know, you, you, you plant and you just hope. You don't know what you're going to get until the the thing blooms, and it usually takes one good season to get a good bloom out of one. Um, but I've got some, uh, I've got some that I planted three or four years ago that are now at the point where I have determined what I'm going to keep and what I'm going to uh, to uh, uh, use as gifts. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, the people mm-hmm. that come by and want to want to tour my garden, and I'll give them a plant when they leave. What a nice, right. nice thing, nice gesture right. there, Steve. Well, how, how are those blue uh, ones know, coming I, along, if, Steve? If if people are caring enough to come by my garden, uh, I can't see why I can't share. There you go. Uh, and the ones <laughs> that I planted, the seedlings that I planted, are beautiful. It's just that sometimes you get some that look so close to each other that you want to keep one, the best of them, and then the the ones that look like it, you just want to share. Um, you know, people that, that just, like, have a garden at their mailbox and they just want some pretty flowers by it, it would be perfect for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, for me, I'm a collector, so I need. Uh, I like to have a, a name on mine, and I've got uh, seven right now that I have uh, already selected for uh, keeping, and we're going to uh, register them this year and get them uh, ready for uh, division and sharing. That's a great way to go through life is to uh, be a giver, not a taker. Yeah, I uh, named one of my daylilies after the the uh, my uh, oncologist. Wonderful. David uh, Rubenstein, uh, Samuel Rubenstein. We only got about uh, 10 seconds or so. Okay, well, uh, just a reminder about the meeting on Tuesday. Please come. It's, uh, it's an interesting program. Steve, thank you. Sure enough. Take care. We'll Mm -hmm. start the next hour with Miss Frances down in New Hill coming up.